The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. This is our lives. I mean, we put our heart and soul into this and to make sure that the kids, the staff, and the families are all taken care of equally. Welcome to the Best of the Crest podcast, the podcast that connects the staff, campers, alumni, and families of Camp Bowercrest. Well, we're back, guys. Episode number two. This is David Yaz from the Boston Podcast Network. We're recording this podcast at the pod617.com studios in Westwood, Massachusetts. More importantly, here as usual on the Best of the Crest podcast, it's Ken Cotton and Stacey Pollock. Guys, welcome back. Thanks, Dave. So as, as you listen to this listener, this is episode number two. So can you imagine what, how your life has changed after episode number one has already been listened to? You guys are podcast stars now, right? Yes. I li- <laughs> <laughs> yes, and no follow-up questions, please. If you wouldn't mind, and Stacy, maybe I'll throw this one at you. When you're talking to the Bowercrest world here, the Bowercrest universe, you think this pod is a good way for people to stay in touch, to rekindle stuff, or like what? Well, I think it's, I, I think it's a good way. F- you know, when you're sending your kids away for the first time, I think uh, I think that you want to know really who who are these people who are running the show who are you know responsible for making sure that my kid is safe and my kid is happy and my kid is where he wants to be for seven weeks of summer and uh, I think you know when you hear Ken and I talk and talk and talk I think I don't know I think that's helpful and on the first episode we if you don't mind me saying you guys came off very compassionate I would say um, and I think nervous parents they want that. I mean, absolutely. Don't you think, Ken? It's yes. part of the job. I mean, I, it, as we said before, Stacy yep. and I, um, this is our lives. I mean, we, 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 we put our heart and soul into this and to make sure that, that the kids, the staff, and the families are all taken care of equally. Well, on today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the possible struggles of, or challenges of campers and how um, Ken and Stacy and the staff deal with homesick campers, how they can manage being unplugged for the summer. That means no phones, no mini TV sets, no Apple Watches, blah, blah, blah. And then we're also going to play a game later in this podcast called, what is it called? You guys got to remind me. The key, the Henry's <laughs> Keys. Henry's Keys. Okay. And those of you that are Bowcrest people, you know what that's a reference to. But we'll get to that and we'll play Henry's Keys. Before we go any further, I do want to thank our sponsor, Northern Lights Entertainment. Go to northernlightsentertainment.com. Expect the exceptional with Northern Lights Entertainment. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. So let's get into it. I remember, you know, one of the toughest things about camp is that typically, in I'd say among the younger bunks, there's usually at least one kid per bunk or, or more that struggles with homesickness. Yeah. Is that true? I, absolutely. And, and I... We, we call it missing home. Okay. I call it home. They're not sickness. actually sick. Well, they feel sick. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah they, don't, they don't feel so good. And uh, it I, can't be cured with Pepto Bismol. It's not that kind of <laughs> no, sick. It is not. Yeah. yeah, a visit to the health center is not going to help. Right. Um, and, and yeah, no. And I, I think that it's something that it's almost to be expected. I mean, sometimes it doesn't happen, but oftentimes it does. And and it's okay. And like what we what we tell the parents before, you know, hand, and what we tell the kids while their experience is experiencing it is that it's it's okay to miss home so yeah they that calms them down when you tell them that you know homesickness is normal and i remember being a counselor and telling the kid 
you know, I was so homesick my first summer. And, you know, that might be a white lie if it need be, but put the kid's mind at ease. But what, but what else? I mean, what else can you do? You, I mean, you validate their feelings. Right. And like you said, I mean, you, you just you, you let them know that they're not on an island in this. And, you know, one of the first questions that I asked the staff was, were you homesick as a kid? Because I think that it helps you with empathy with these with these campers. And unlike what you said in the previous podcast about um, being punished for being in the youngest bunks, we actually look at it as a reward because the people we put in the youngest bunks are the ones that we feel are best suited to handle all these situations. Yeah, and do they, but do the counselors take it that way? Oh, yeah, <laughs> They wear with a badge they, of honor. And we would, and we would never, I mean, here's the thing. Like, there are, there are counselors who love being with the little kids and those are the ones we put with the younger kids and the ones who really think that they can make an impact on the older kids we're able to do that as well so that you know people as much as possible should really be where they want to be that's where they're gonna shine and be happiest can you think of an example of a kid and since we're talking about home homesickness or sorry missing home um, we'll respect everybody's privacy and not mention any names but can you think of an example of a kid who kind of started off as homesick for a little while and then became and flourished at camp after that i mean how much time do we yeah, have I mean, yeah yeah i mean the, i mean here's the thing so we the kids um they they don't have they can't just pick up a phone and call home we don't allow phone calls um and that is something that we that is never going to change because nothing good comes of that so the the only way that the kids can communicate with home is to write a letter so the I mean, for a kid will have, you know, he'll ha go be going through a, a period of, you know, missing home or, mm -hmm. you know, wishing or worrying, worrying about what he's missing at home, even if there's nothing going on at all. And <laughs> both of his parents are at work um, right. or on vacation <laughs> without mm -hmm. him. But um, but he'll write a letter and the letters and, and the par the best is when the parents take a picture of the letters and they send them to us. I mean, that to me it, that's probably one of my favorite parts of the summer is when we get them and 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 the, the i feel terrible for the parents because it can rip your heart out it is yeah. some of, and and it, they are very explicit um and and creative and very creative so you mean, I mean they're they're talking about how much they miss home they they not even how much they miss home but how much they hate camp and, oh, how, and how and they're gonna tell us they're, they're gonna they're gonna tell you that i'm doing fine but i'm not <laughs> yeah they're lying how could you have left how could you have left me with these people how could you have paid to leave me with these people i mean they really and and there are kids who are you know are not so descriptive but or colorful but the ones that are oh god they just they pull and, out all the stops and i have to there was one actually last summer who the parents got the letter right before visiting day like okay. the day before visiting day, they got the letter. Right. So they come up, you know, With on the visiting letter. day, yep. and we, you know they're they're like, we gotta go. We're gonna take my, I gotta take my son home. I'm gonna. Yep. So I go find him down the hill, mm -hmm. and I look at him, and I said, "How you doing? I'm fine." Yeah. Did you write a letter home? I don't know. Um. It was a I while think, ago. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Everything okay? Everything's great. I said, "Do me a favor. Can you go tell your parents that you're fine?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's like. Oh yeah, that letter. Oh, see, <laughs> and then he remembers. So he was having a bad day, apparently, yeah, you know what, or whatever. It, so it doesn't even have to be a day. It, it could be, be just a, like a, they lost a, the game. Five minutes. You know, yeah. like, like I'll give you an example. They they're playing basketball, mm -hmm. and it's a close game, and the kid misses the last shot. Right. And the team loses, and then some of the team says, "Oh, I can't believe you missed that." You know, your whole day is now. It's the worst day you've ever had in your entire life. For sure. You know, you go to lunch, and 
you know, the lunch wasn't what you expected. And then you go about a letter at rest hour thinking and you're telling your parents that it's the worst place in the world that I can't believe you sent me. So it's, it, it's those moments. Yeah, for sure. Because they're, they're used to as young people, when they hit a challenge in life, they can't, let's face it, a lot of them, they can literally run to mom or dad, right? And it, being in a place where you can't do that, everybody has bad days. Everybody misses shots. You know, Michael Jordan said he missed like the last shot about you know 25 times in his career or something anyway <laughs> which which is what makes him great and and these kids have these little moments and they learn from them right and they're snapshots it's 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 like a photograph it is literally a snapshot in time it is how they're feeling at that exact moment and 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 that's i i think that good thing they can't text oh i mean and, <laughs> and good thing that it takes a couple of days for yeah. a letter to get home because i would say 99 percent of the time by the time the letter gets home the kid can't even remember why he wrote it to right. begin with. And so it allows that, you know, that time and the space and, and, and the parents, I mean, we get, we do, we get phone calls or emails or whatever. And, and we're able to answer them and say, Hey, listen, he's having a blast. Here's a picture. Oh yeah. He doesn't look like, and you know, and we've, and we've also, Stacy and I have built those relationships with the families that they trust us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, every relationship is based on trust and when a parent can call us and say, we got this letter, can you just check on him? I mean, that's, that's, that's saying to us, all right, I get the fact that he was upset that day. Just check right. on him for my own. And we do. And we check on him. And 99.99% and of the time, the kid does not even remember writing the letter. And one of the great things about camp is there's always something coming up next, <laughs> right? There's always the next period. There's, there's so many <laughs> distractions. I right. mean, and what's the best way to get over anything is a distraction. I mean, camp is right. made up of million distractions and so to be surrounded and, and the other thing is like one day someone might be feeling sad and the next day it, and, and someone's helping him out saying oh you're going to be okay you're going to be okay come you know let's shoot hoops and then the next day that kid might be feeling a little sad or right. down or, and then the roles kind of reverse and it's it's i think it's really empowering for the kids to to be able to take on those different roles to, to be able to ask for help but also to be able to offer help to someone else I remember my first year at camp, the counselors talking about bunk unity and and in keeping with what you were saying, you know, like they, you know, lift up the other members of the bunk. Someone's not feel, someone's feeling down, someone's missing home, you know, go over, sit by his bed. And, and they made their little speech. And then later that night, they kind of came back from wherever they were doing their late, you know, their nighttime counselor thing. And someone had turned on the song Whip It by Devo. <laughs> All of us had guitars and we were pretending, I mean, uh, tennis rackets, of course. You use your tennis racket for, for a pretend guitar. We were just having a blast goofing around and, and they said, they got us quieted down and they said, um, not so loud guys, but may I say great bunk unity. And we all looked at each other like, oh, we weren't like trying to do bunk unity or anything, but when you, when you put together with a bunch of kids you like. And so those are the, like, I remember those moments as, you know, if I was feeling down one day, there was always something like that right around the corner. With letters, um, I think I've heard parents, not, not Bowercrest per se, but parents of kids at camp, they'll get the one-word letter. Oh, yeah. You know, they'll get the, hello, best, I'm fine. Yeah. Best letter you can get. Yeah. It, it is? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the best letter, I, 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 I was, before I became the camp mom, my kids were at camp for two years. And the best letter I got was, camp is great, please send Legos. <laughs> and that was it. And um, Number one, they're t t telling you that they're busy. 
Mm-hmm. Number two, this, what else? What do you want? You know, they're not going to write, oh, today I did this. Today I went to the waterfront and then I had grilled cheese for lunch. And then they're not, you know, that's not going to happen. I, yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it, the, the better time you're having, the, the less you want to spend writing that letter, the I more you want to I will say the exception to that is if the girls, like, because I have nieces who go to other camps and and those letters are very i just i don't know i don't think that most of the boys write like that the other part of it is i mean when 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 i went to camp and you went to camp Mm. dave there was no electronics there was no texting you wrote letters i mean you knew how to write a letter right you know i will tell you this you want to talk about a funny story when my son was um in third grade and i was we were at camp he wrote a letter to his to 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 my wife right at Mm -hmm. home and he addressed it mom (laughs) oh god and and I you know the, I'm so upset with myself because I didn't take a picture of it. Yeah. But he figured, all right, I, you know, I know nobody ever told him how to write a letter, so right. he put it, the letter in the envelope and he addressed it to mom. Oh my god, that's funny. That's funny. and we and we get letters like that. Mom, need them. Yeah. You know, mom, what? <laughs> yeah, that'll get there because I'm sure that you know the mailman will know exactly who who exactly is going to. Yeah, that they normally would. Yeah, they're texting. They're probably not. A lot of these kids probably aren't even emailing. But email, at least you have to write, you know, a sentence. Texting, it's like. And it's hard. Like I, you know, my first year there, I was really all over the counselors in terms of like, how can you not get these kids to like write a real letter? And yeah. then so I did a little experiment. And during rest period, one day after lunch, I went into I. There's picnic tables in between bunks one and two. Those are the two youngest bunks. And I sat there and I said, "All right, everyone, get your stationery, get your pens, and come up." And it was. I mean, a squirrel would go up a tree and that was like, it, that took five minutes just to talk about that. And like, and I'm like, you know what, that's, it, it's, if you don't, if you're surrounded and you're having fun mm. and you are in your element, I, like it's really hard to stop and put pen to paper. Good segue talking about them being distracted and being forced to, you know, take pen to paper time. But the the kids need to unplug, right? They, they're, and especially the older kids, I imagine, are so attached to their phones and their iPads and everything else. So has it always been this way at Bowercrest? No. Oh, so they used to allow it. So tell they me about did, that. No, no, I, allowing it and having it there are two different things. Okay. Um, you know, from what I've heard from the staff, they most of the kids had them from the time they were like in seventh or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have really made it a, a point to extinguish that because – it's just it, it, it's where you can learn to communicate with each other verbally. It's yeah. where you don't you get you know you unplug from the outside, and you know from at least what's going on in the outside world right now. No, you don't want to hear about it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's just uh, and and our counselors have bought into the fact that the campers don't do not they're not allowed to have them. Right. So I mean it's 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 just it is like camp. It camp is like this awesome bubble that lasts for seven yep. weeks, and when you bring in. The, the outside world when you are all of a sudden you you know what your friends from home are all doing and it doesn't even have to be anything but like it it, it pops the bubble it it, it like it, it dilutes it and it, it takes away from the experience the experience would not be nearly what it is if so, they were allowed to, to so play right in. in the I mean in the old days we didn't have the the mobile phones but there was a phone and there was a payphone and the counselors would use it and the kids were not allowed to use it obviously and I'm glad that hasn't changed because that is it's not a function of, well, now there are so many better ways to connect. So why not let them say hi to mom in some fashion? Now, again, no, it's it's that, as you say, Stacey, the bubble is the point because the bubble is you're you're going away to camp. Right. And, and you, you realize that really strongly when you 
go home at the end of the summer and then you're yeah. like out of the bubble and you're like, oh, you missed that. I mean, <laughs> you miss it. You're like, I, I didn't miss anything. What, yeah. I mean, what do you really miss? Nothing. Everything, every, I don't know, I felt like everything great happened at camp. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you don't need to know and you don't care. I remember my, when my family would visit for visiting day, I had a couple younger brothers and, and who, um, for the most part, were not overnight summer camp people. So they're coming up and my brother's telling me about, you know, um, how Fred Lynn is doing on his new team, the California Angels or whatever, because that was his favorite baseball player. And I realized I hadn't given one thought to Fred Lynn the entire first month of the summer, which is normally something I would obsess over and check the paper and everything. And I didn't care. You know, yeah. you know, we, we, I was my own Fred Lynn, you know, <laughs> playing at camp. I remember I used to get, I also used to, as a counselor, I used to subscribe to the Boston Globe, but it would come like three or four days right. late. Right, right. <laughs> so even oh, if well. I wanted to stay connected, it still was a challenge. No, and like we're a sports camp and it's a bunch of boys. So like if there's something big happening in the sports world, they'll announce it. And if they make it fun, you know, it's right. the, that's what the PA system is for. That's right. Part of the things I remember about camp is you talk about distractions, something always going on. Even there are, tell me if there are little traditions at Bowercrest, like um, just the, the wiffle ball game will break out. Or I remember it was always fun to, to throw the tennis ball up on the roof and, and you you know, the other kid comes and catches it. You make well, some make up ball. some game shutter out ball. of that. Okay, shutter so ball. what's shutter ball? Shutter ball, just to, if you think of a shutter from sure. that's, that covering the screen on the window and it's propped open it's, propped it's, open. Like, a, it's yep. like a wooden a on it yeah right. yeah a wooden on it's right yeah and we use you know if, if you if there's a if there's a ball at Bowercrest, it's going to be you know used for rafter ball for the shutter ball yeah but shutter ball is when you it's like the game taps mm -hmm. where you have to be off your feet when you touch the ball oh yeah and the next okay. person comes in and it, it's just and it's played on the main road i mean it is just it's epic yeah it, it's to the point where our maintenance our maintenance department they always have extra posts and screws and everything because you know the shutters are gonna you know they use them all the time they're gonna they're gonna break so we're, we're we're prepared for it i love that and it's like the kids can take something very simple like so what ball would they be using first volleyball a volleyball okay and or, uh, or, a, or like a jelly ball. ball like a kickball oh, like a red yeah. red rubber ball right um, I mean, you think about tetherball, which is, I take uh, it you have, have tetherball. We have four of them. Four. Okay. Wow. That's big. <laughs> that's big time. I think we only had two, but for those that don't know, tetherball is just, uh, you see the pole and the, if well, you I threatened, I threatened because the, you know, the kids are go get ready for dinner, go get ready for dinner. And the kids are outside still playing tetherball, still playing tetherball. And so I threatened to cut the rope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and when you think about it though, like when my kids are at home, it would never occur to them to go outside and play tetherball right. because they're. They have uh, because they would be on their phones or on the Xbox for you know this first second they can. But when they're at camp, like I mean, it's a, it's a ball on a rope going. That's around all it a pole. is, right? And the hours of Brilliant. fun, hours yeah. of fun, and I, it it also recalls like when you know it was just you back in the day before video games. You know, it'd be like like me and my brother and a wiffle ball, and only two of us, so we can't have much of a wolf wiffle ball game unless you make up all these rules like if you hit the ball here it's that you hit the ball here and camp is one of those places all little nooks and crannies you can make up all kinds of stuff which is great um so th for the most part they, you don't have problems about the unplugged thing i mean no. it seems like okay nope so um good on you let me take a break here just to tell you about our sponsor northern lights entertainment sophisticated elegant high energy Expect the exceptional with Northern Lights Entertainment. All the info is on the website, northernlightsentertainment.com. So this company, much more than music, dedicated to helping you create the event of your dreams. Now we're talking weddings, big parties, bar mitzvahs. I've been to a zillion bar mitzvahs that 
Northern Lights has hosted. And it's always just uh, a jam, whether your style is simply elegant or out-of-this-world extravaganza. The team at Northern Lights will work with you to produce an affair custom to your style. It's not just music. It's not just lights. It's fun people that get the kids up and dancing in the case of a bar mitzvah. Stacy, you I'm sure you get your jam on at uh, Bar Mitzvah. I what? love a good Bar Mitzvah. Yeah. <laughs> and Who Nor- doesn't? And you you're familiar with Northern Lights? They always bring I, I, the party. I am so familiar. We had Northern Lights at our own Bar Mitzvah. So th- that's that couldn't be a better and you were pleased with the results I Very take it. pleased. Yeah. Northern Lights has been to Camp Bowercrest. You've mentioned McKinney. They have. So you guys had a social you invited in Pembroke and We did and Northern they Lights. and they they rocked it out for the pool party. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh god. See, uh, we didn't used to have pool parties back in the day. They rocked the pool at Bowcrest. They can rock your party as well. Northern Lights go to northernlightsentertainment.com. Thank you very much to sponsor this show, this podcast. So, we got a new segment. This is exciting. We're really um, getting into the the Camp Bowercrest lore and the Camp Bowercrest spirit. And uh, at, with that in, in mind, oh, I hear that sound. What does it remind you of, Ken and Stacey? Someone you know. Well, this that's Henry. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> Henry's keys. Yep. Henry's keys. Henry does everything at the camp. Okay. He is, he's been- Jack of all trades. He is, and he's been- there for 26 years if the kids need to go to the you know to the doctor he takes them to the doctor he's the oh, health nice. he's the health care liaison he he does everything he and always with to, the keys and he knows where everything knows where is every single thing is he he'll go and jump in and ump a softball game really oh my he, he, do, he does everything i, I don't think it. there's anyone more beloved no, than henry no there's no one no one well the way this segment works is keys meaning the keys to camp. So Henry's keys, and in this case, Ken and Stacey are both going to give a key, a tip, a piece of advice to parents of campers. That's what we're doing, right? right? Yeah. Who would like to go first? Ken, yeah. why don't you go first? <laughs> okay. Ken gets to go first this time. So What's my, key? my key to camp today mm-hmm. in this episode is that when we say we're screen-free, yep. we mean we're screen-free. Mm. So I know that you know it's very difficult for for parents to let go of their child for a period of time. Um, but I swear to you, we keep them safe. Mm-hmm. You don't need to hide a cell phone with them so you can keep in touch with them. They are fine. And the outside world will will, will survive with, with, with them being in our little bubble right. for the seven weeks that they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need anything or if you need to get in touch with your child for any reason, you can always call us. We pride ourselves on our accessibility, so use us to get messages through your to your child. Do not hide cell phones. Don't hide. Don't bring them up. Don't. You were telling me some parents would actually um, on visiting day in the in the past. Some parents would say, "Hey, maybe you can have your phone now." Yeah, and no it good. just it just it, it's it's not it's not helpful for right. what we're trying to provide. Especially if one kid secretly smuggles on the phone, and then the other campers notice, and it's like, "Hey, what the heck? How come you know Jimmy over here gets it?" Um, so, you got that, parents? No screens. We mean it. No screens. They mean it. All right. Uh, Stacy. what is your key, your Henry's key for today? My key is that when you're sending your child away for the first time or not even for the first time, it, if you're sending your child to camp for an, a specific period of time and every single kid who comes to camp is signed up for a specific period of time under no circumstances, ever, ever, ever should you say to your child, if you don't like it, let me know. Write me a letter, and we'll come pick you up. Right. 
How many parents do that? I mean, there, it, it has only, happened, only, right? Only once the last three years. And, 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 well, usually <laughs> oh, one. There's, year. usually, there's one a summer there's, usually. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And well, you may not know about some others. Also, you may. I mean, they may. Oh, they may right. They might those because those kids might not have exercised that. Um, exactly. That right, right. Yeah. I'm. But the, <laughs> we've and and it, it's just it's just not the right message that when you are sending your child to camp. I mean, not only are you putting your trust in us, but you're putting your faith in your child that they are they're awesome and they're gonna they're gonna have this experience and it might not be everything is awesome all the time every second of every day situation right. but you know what you're gonna grow from this you're gonna learn from this you're gonna there are gonna be so many unbelievable experiences that you're gonna have and if you if you tell them that you're gonna that they have an out you're basically saying ah oh, you might not really be able to do it and right. anyone any camper can do it. I mean, what you're you're safe. There are other kids just like you there. You're you know with your peers and with people who care about you and care about camp. And I that so that to that to me that is my that is my that's key. your Ken, that's your Henry's key. Your your child is going to feel like he accomplished something when he stays for the two weeks, three and a half weeks, five and a half weeks, or seven weeks. And if he has struggled a little bit at the beginning, and he succeeds, if he succeeds here. You know the 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 world is his is yeah. his ocean. I mean, he can go and succeed anywhere. Yeah, and that's and that's a big piece of it because if you were homesick and then all of a sudden, you know, three and a half weeks later, you had the best time of your life. Yeah, remember when you struggled with this? Well, next time when you struggle with something, remember that you accomplished this. Yeah. You succeeded. One of the best pieces of advice, and my son tells me this, that he was going through a spell where. Uh, let's just say some of his friends were being kind of cruel to him, and he was very upset about it. And this was not a camp. At camp, everybody loves him. But <laughs> it was at school. And I said, um, you know, it's the parenting thing. You want to go over to the kid's house and, like, wring their necks. Of course, you can't do that, right? Or you want to call up the other parents and say, hey, tell your kid to leave my kid alone. But, you know, that doesn't work. I mean, we, you know, there was an episode of the Brady Bunch on this very subject. It usually doesn't work. A lot of times the kid's got to figure it out himself. Wasn't that Buddy Hinton? Very good. Yes, getting caught. In, yes, and and eventually, you know, Peter on his own found a way to stand up to Buddy Hinton. But um, so what I said to him was the best thing I can tell you, Griff, is I know how much this hurts now, but I can tell you with every crisis of any sort that in my life that I've been through, I've always looked back and said it turned out to be not as big a deal as I thought it was. And after this thing had calmed down, he came back to me and he said, Dad, you know what? You were right. Like, it's behind me now. And so then with every one of those little challenges, they learn, you know, to, to be a more confident person. Right? You, you're building a bag of tricks. Yeah. And how yeah, to yeah, deal with right. situations. That's and, right. that, and camp is full of those, those experiences where you do build that bag of tricks on how to deal with situations. And you're not necessarily going to do that if you know you've got like a, this get out of jail free card where you can go home at any moment. Is that what, what it's about? Yeah. Stacey? I mean, and, and for these parents and they, they they're doing it out of love they feel like right. they're doing the right thing they yeah. don't want their child to feel trapped or like they or like they're just dumping them off or whatever but like what the flip side of that is that the what camp offers in terms of teaching kids independence and how to navigate situations um, socially or just within themselves trying to figure out you know who they are and what they like doing and you know it's you're taking you're literally taking all that you're cutting it short you know right. we had we had a kid that um decided that he really liked to draw mm -hmm. because of a counselor because of somebody in his bunk and now i mean it's like that that's that's this kid's hobby in the off season you know during camp and he discovered like, that again yeah i mean wow. these are the things that that 
you know, you find out about yourself. So it's it's the independence, it's the growing, and but it's also finding out new new things that you that you're into. It's also like a, a, a to to your point about the the kid learning to draw, perhaps from uh, a good a good you know counselor who's very good at it or whatever. That's an influence that they typically don't get elsewhere in life. They will have role models. Their role models will be who? Their parents. If it's a really, if there's a really good teacher, a really good coach, those are role models. But there's a, a special value to having a role model that is five or six years older than you. You know, it's 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 to me that was invaluable just to to learn because these these are kids who have gone through what you've gone through, but but much more recently than, than all the all the grownups. And sometimes those are really cool. Like a, it's a built-in big big little brother system right exactly what it is yeah so we're up against the clock here a little bit did we learn anything here today kids i learned a few things (laughs) stacy remind people how to get in touch with camp bowercrest for parents who are looking into the camp or alumni that just want to stay connected yeah so we i mean actually we have facebook we have a camp bowercrest facebook page we have a bowercrest moms facebook page for all the alumni out there there's an alumni facebook page and in addition to that of course we have our website at b-a-u-e-r-c-r-e-s-t.org and all of our contact information is there how does the um the cheer go that spells bowercrest b-a-u-e-r-c-r-e-s-t.org nice i love it Thanks so much, Ken Cotton and Stacey Pollock, for, as usual, the stars of the Best of the Crest podcast. Find past episodes of this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. You can also look at pod617.com for the full library of shows. Do want to thank once again our sponsors, Northern Lights. Go to northernlightsentertainment.com for all your party needs. And until next time, we'll see you in the next edition of Best of the Crest podcast. You're going to grow from this. You're going to learn from this. There are going to be so many unbelievable experiences that you're going to have.